The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. Yes. Week one is in the books. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dan, AKA the Dantabase. And with me, like always, you know what I mean? To my, uh, my, uh, Larry, Larry and Curly to my Mo. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Three Stooges references. Give it up for my right hand man in studio, legendary asshole, shitty Tecmo Super Bowl player, <laughs> great week one handicapper. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, former, <laughs> former James Madison defensive back. And boy, week one, whew, week one, man. Uh, it was a roller coaster for me. I, that's probably the worst week run up one I've had in, in some time. Uh, wow. I mean, I, I, I still somehow managed, uh, I, my, my locks were three and three. I, uh, went 30 and 29 and one overall handicapping all of week one's action and broke that 500 mark for the season. Right now I'm 33, 30 and one. So, so I'm still, I'm still week zero. Yeah. I'm still in the positive here. Right. That's right. That's right. But, uh, my brother did a nice, uh, 28, 31 and one which you think, oh, he's terrible. But he went six and one in his locks. But the real talk of the week is <laughs> former, <laughs> former James Madison defensive back, Patty C just breaking him in this year and just dominating. First, he goes 34, 25 and one. That's picking every game that we had a spread on at the time. Uh, and get this. First off, the asshole picks nine locks. <laughs> He goes eight and one Math in his may locks. Not be my, uh, he, goes, suit. he goes eight and one in his locks, people. <laughs> I I hope I hope this week, maybe you you consider if you if you didn't get on it last week, you better hop on it this week because I don't bring on just idiots. All right, <laughs> look, he may be an idiot in several other <laughs> most, areas most in life. Of life. Yeah, yeah, but I brought on a guy who knows football. Eight and one in his locks. Boy, but I look stupid on some of them though. But you pulled him out, buddy. Hey. Yeah, on your locks, you don't look on stupid. On the locks, locks, I looked all right. USC yeah, was look, the yeah. lone letdown there. And even that, like, uh, UNLV was actually winning late into the second quarter. I think at halftime they were down by three or four. Yeah. And finally, you. But USC cranked it open late, and I thought, man, this motherfucker's going to backdoor it. Right. Right. right? And, and luckily, because I had UNLV, my brother had UNLV. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we luckily we stole that one from you because we trust me, we needed it after you, you just <laughs> don't eight and one on the locks. 
If you had done a round robin, I don't know how much money you'd have. You would have a lot of money. I'll say that. If oh. you would just... <laughs> I should have bet him. I should have. I should have put my money where my mouth is on that one. That's why you tune into the college experience, people. That's why you tune into the sports gambling podcast network, or the gambling podcast in general, the sports gambling podcast. You know what I mean? Like, we we're not. Look, I had a terrible week, but I still went three and three on my locks, and I feel okay then. The Virginia Tech taking care of business tonight for me, making me go three and three. So I'm like, okay, I didn't lose any money. Right. You know what I mean? Add that to my lock from week one. Of Wyoming, and I'm four and three, and I'm looking okay. I'm and not yeah. every week is going to be a banger, especially week one. That's a yeah. tough one. To, yeah, week one's tough because you, you know, I mean, I mean, you get teams Liberty. like Hawaii, like Liberty, who, right? Liberty. <laughs> I, I apologize to anyone. I know there's people out there because they tweeted me that bet on Old Dominion because they were tweeting me, "What the fuck is this, Kobe?" And I and I was as clueless. I, I mean, I still am shocked because Old Dominion won ten football games two years ago. Bobby Wilder's experience coach. Liberty went six and five in the FCS last year. They come up and holy shit. Liberty's doing something. I mean, Liberty that's gave a royal Baylor, ass whooping. Liberty gave Baylor a run last year. No, they beat Baylor. They beat Baylor. Yeah, they that's beat right. Baylor in so Waco. Yeah. They might be doing some, something must be in the water down there. Jerry Falwell yeah. is doing up some of that, uh, <laughs> so, some well, of that, uh, uh steroid yeah. potion <laughs> that, uh, whatever it is. Scientology. I mean, Whew. But what a topsy-turvy week one. Look, and, and, and I'm really mad at myself for a, f- a couple reasons. Maryland, uh, before this scandal hit and before this, uh, you know, this offseason, I was extremely high on Maryland. I was telling people they're going to be – I even have tweets that prove this saying, man, watch out. They're going to be a team that no one in the Big Ten is going to want to play. And they're, dan- they're going to be a dangerous team, especially if their quarterbacks stay healthy because their quarterbacks are ball players, yeah. both of them. And uh, And – all, the scandal hit. Matt Canada takes over as coach, and remember, Matt Canada wasn't there last year. So I'm thinking, uh, there's no way this team's going to be ready for this. And Texas, they beat Texas in Austin last year, so I'm thinking Texas is going to get revenge. Yeah, there's nothing. A team that with that much of a talent deficit never yeah. gets both done on one on one. But talk about making me look stupid. But well, I mean, the worst part about it, why it's so frustrating for me, is I was really high on Maryland. If the scandal was not there, right. I remember seeing the spread like a month ago, and it was at like ten. Right? Yeah. And I told my brother, I think I'm going to take Maryland. Yeah. But then when the scandal hit, I was like, no, nah, fuck this. I'm taking Texas. Right. And I locked it up, too. Mm. So my apologies there. Who knew Matt Canada had brass nuts? Yeah. I mean, dude, and I still would watch out for them. I would watch out for them. People think like, oh, those, I mean. What the Getting fuck updates was that? Left and right. uh, Michigan, but uh, Michigan State and. Uh, and Michigan and Penn State and 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 Ohio State that on their on one of these down weeks they're going to play Maryland and I'm telling you Maryland if they can stay healthy is good enough to fuck you up you know what I mean like it, last year the problem was health they were on their fourth string quarterback at one point last year right you know what I mean ooh they have Penn State at the end of the year granted that's in state college yeah so. but even that I mean look talk about another one if you listen to us all off season. And I didn't even lock these up. You locked one of these up, but I almost, my seventh-rated game, well, I actually, on the podcast with you last week, I mentioned my seventh-rated game was Rutgers minus seven. So technically, if, if you lock that up, I'm not counting that as one of my locks, even though I locked it up on air. Yeah. Uh, because remember, you were going... Go ahead ex- and count it. Yeah, well, we could count it, but then the numbers are going to be off with Nick. And and we're trying to do the same amount of locks per <laughs> number here. Sorry for my yeah, math. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it thrown off already. But, but... Uh, uh, Rutgers came through for me, but my other lock 
so I, I basically take 10 games and I write them down on a piece of paper, right? Yeah. And I rate the 10. So my seventh game, although I said verbally it was Rutgers, Texas State, that was actually my eighth. Yeah. My seventh was Utah State plus 23 and a half points at Michigan State. And then my ninth was App State against Penn State. Mm -hmm. So if I just put a list, I just had the order fucked up, dude. I had the order fucked up. Right. You know what I mean? But, but I mean, we told you all offseason, all offseason, watch out for App State, watch out for Utah State because they play man football. They play, they will fucking line up and beat your fucking ass. Like Penn State fans will tell you right now, I watched that whole game, man. Yeah. I, it's hard to say that Penn State was the better team there. Yeah. Their fans looked dejected. Yeah. You know, they were just like, when are these teams going to learn? You schedule App State. You better be ready. Ten and right. I, what's unfortunate of all this is that App State outplayed Tennessee. I think they outplayed Penn State and they don't have these wins. Like, right. App State, when they played Tennessee, had a kicker that was a freshman that missed like three kicks. Like, they were dominating that game, even yeah. more so than the Penn State game. App State still looks like a one, yeah, one, one hit wonder. Yeah, exactly. They're closer to Boise than they are a one hit wonder. Really. Yeah, 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 exactly, man. And, uh, Whew. I mean, in Utah State did the same thing, man. I mean, Utah State was winning with two minutes left in East Lansing, and and it makes me question. A lot of people were high on, on Michigan State, and uh, they play in a big one at Tempe this uh, this Saturday. We're gonna preview it in a, in, on the next podcast, but oh man, I yeah. mean, not looking good. What, what was the biggest surprise for you of Week One? Two biggest surprise. I mean, of- SEC played fantastic, right? They, they, but once again, I I. I it, I mean, look, we both knew Arizona and Miami were counterfeit. We called that once again. If you listen to the college experience all summer, we were touting that, right? Yeah. Yep. And and look what happens. And look, another thing is look at Khalil Tate. They're yeah. trying to make him a drop back passer. It's not Warren Moon. You know what I mean? Right. Uh that dude doesn't even raise his arm when he throws the ball. Yeah. I mean, look, and I like Khalil Tate. I hope I think the the guy seems like a good good guy. Like I I mean, I would just I would actually, if I were him, I would have preferred Niamato Lolo's system. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I guess it does, it ruins your chances maybe at NFL. I don't know. But, okay, so what was your biggest takeaway from this? I mean, obviously, um, Liberty was a pretty yeah. big shocker. Oh, that was a huge shocker, dude. I <laughs> fucking couldn't buy, not believe that. Right. That was insane. I mean, who knows what they're capable of moving forward? I think they have... Uh, UVA at the end of the year. They who, got Army this week. Right. I think they got to go on the road, though. But, uh, yeah, they, they could, I mean, shoot, they could, I don't they could think, be a bowl team. Well, I think this year, because of their first year, they can't, they can have a winning record, but they can't make a bowl. Ah. Until next year, I think. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I mean, SEC came out, played great. Uh, kudos to them. LSU looked great. Um, Auburn. Got it. I, I still say if the Auburn-Washington game was in a real neutral site stadium, yeah, Washington wins that. Yeah, Washington made so many bonehead mistakes. Like, for as great as Auburn was in the red zone, and it's for as much of a gun as Stidham has, like, uh, Washington State moved the ball. No, not Washington State, Washington. Or Washington yeah. moved the ball at will until yeah. they got in the red zone. Well, what was shocking to me was right before kickoff, I got news that uh, their their starting left tackle was out, who's their best the best offensive lineman. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know, that's not good against Auburn's D-line. It's right. the strength of the Tiger team. Yeah. But I still feel like they they if you watch that game, if that game's not in Atlanta, which says that was like a 98% Auburn fit. That's an Auburn yeah, home game. That was ridiculous. Uh 
you play that game in Chicago, I think Washington wins that football game. Right. You know what I mean? Anything where there's just not an extreme home field advantage. Yeah. Then, but still, kudos to Auburn. They got it done. Yeah. And Bama looked like Bama. You know what I mean? Like they just dominated. I don't know why Louisville was talking shit. Because you did get your <laughs> yeah. shit pushed in. You got your shit pushed in. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Big time. Um, but yeah, that stands out to me. And 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 okay, so Liberty. Any other big ones? Notre Dame, you were right, Pat. Oh, let's talk about that. Okay. I gotta admit, as a guy that I thought Jim was going to open it up the offense a little more. Shea Patterson. I was watching yeah. that game. It was extremely frustrating. I know a lot of Michigan fans are frustrated, and they deserve to be because Shea Patterson, they're not utilizing him right. I know it's only one game, and he's only been there a little bit of time, yet you're taking away his talents. Right. If you do not let him sit back there and open up the offense, it you're basically saying this is Wilton Spate. Right. You know what I mean? Well, you know, I the whole game, they were bottling him up. You know, but they weren't to even trying. Like, how about you open the offense up? Right. You right. don't have to do, you know, power eye. No, granted, time, they, you know did, what I mean? like, they did go out of uh, shotgun most of the game with him. Um, but but still, I feel like it was like option reads. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, like, I just just do some more, like, open it up. Well, you know so, what worked for them toward the end was the when he would just step up in the pocket and find like a little scrambling yeah, and scramble lane that, out to the side. Like late, you're and talking late in the game, the final yeah. drive. Yeah. And he was finding a little check to last drive. Like yeah. dudes crossing. If they yeah. like work the horizontal passing game and like, but how, how, how does he not understand that? Cause that's his, that's what he does. That's, that's to me is his game. Like right. scramble around yeah. and like, he's not necessarily a bomber. He's got a, he's got that kind of gun, but like if you can buy that kind of time and then, you can get guys open just because you've bought so much time at, at mid range. I would stretch both sides of the field, like both ways. I mean, jet sweeps. I would do a lot more. It just seems like it's uh, everything's, you know, between the tackles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, use his speed to your advantage. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and uh, it, it was a big letdown because even though they, they almost came back, Notre Dame kind of dominated that football no, well, game. Well, Notre Dame yeah. is good this year. I will say I this, I think though. you may be sleeping, may uh, have been no, sleeping a little. That's one game, and it's at home, just right. like when Texas beat Notre Dame a couple sure. of years ago. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, is uh, Wimbush should have got picked off. One of those touchdowns, like a 50-yard yeah. touchdown. He threw in the double coverage, and the a safety went up and robbed the it. The safety was not, he, his, his safety acted like the receiver wasn't even there. Right. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? High point that yeah. shit. <laughs> uh and okay, so but I'll give it to you. I, I was wrong. Nay, I nay. was wrong. You were right. You're the best. I'm the worst. <laughs> Week. I think we're gonna see progress with Harbaugh and Patterson. I think that they have a few very winnable games coming up. But yeah, they can still make the playoffs. And check us out for people that think oh Washington's eliminated. Bullshit. I think. Yeah. I think they're still very like guys. We have a whole season of football, dude. If they go. 12 and one and uh, win their conference, then well, yeah, especially when you look 95 at the big 10, chance in. And when you see, Oh wow. Well, you know what? Penn state and Michigan state struggled a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if those two teams are not consistent now, maybe I'm sure they're, they're talented enough to beat an Ohio state, beat a Michigan, beat a Wisconsin perhaps, but it makes me question. I don't think they're going to be no 11 and one or 10 and two no, or not. A I chance. mean, they, they could be looking at eight and four now. Penn the State way, may yeah. be one and one after this week. Yeah. Going yeah to Pitt. I mean, oh man. Oh, here's so, a, here's a, here's a shocker. What's this is when you called out and you were right. Now I was wrong. Cincinnati. UCLA. There we go. I told you I had inside <laughs> sources, man. <laughs> yeah. You inside <did>. sources. <laughs> hey, I love it. 
I love it because, as you all know, Cincy is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Uh, but I was not on the Luke Fickle bandwagon. I wanted to be after they hired him. I said, that's a great hire. He's got Ohio State blood or Ohio blood. He's going to get that recruiting going. And then, you know, that's all that Cincy needs to take that next step. He had a shitty first year, but by golly, yeah, they look they're, good. They're, yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, I want to see how they play out um, in the American because the American it was was down. They were kind of the highlight of the American this weekend. Uh, okay, though, before we get into this, this is our first ever top 25, the database, the DPI. No bullshit. All right. No gimmicks. We're going to go through and do the top 25. But before we do that, we want to let you know that the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie. Sign up over at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play, win, get paid over at MyBookie.ag, guys. You know you know the formula. Pat went eight and one. Get, your, get yourself, sign, <laughs> sign, up, sign up for an account right now. What are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing? Get the papers. All right. Okay, so here's how the top 25 works. The database top 25, the no spin zone O'Reilly style, right? Um, <laughs> this is the only time Colby will uh, <laughs> compare himself to yeah. O'Reilly. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Right? <laughs> um, all right, here's how I base this thing, all right? You're going to question this, but to me, it's strength of schedule until, and we'll just go through as I go through and name my top 25. All right. Yeah. And I'm going to start off with my 25th team in the nation, right? We're going to go backwards, Pat. Let's do it. My 25th team in the nation is the Penn State Nittany Lions. App State, you know, been a great program for, for some time now. Good team. FCS, FBS. They got, dude, Penn State, they're lucky to be 25th. I almost put them, I almost put them 26th, 27th. But you know what? App State, I think, won nine games last year. Okay. Penn State got us scared. They handled it. They, they found a way to win. They got the W. Yep. Move on the next week. They played a tough team. Yep. Okay. Move granted, on. It was at home. Yeah. Granted, it was at home. You should have won by a lot more. But number 24. You agree? I mean, you see 25. Penn State it makes a little bit of sense, right? Sure. Okay. At 24, this was a shocker. An absolute shocker. Herm Edwards in <laughs> Arizona State. He the played Sun Devils. He played to win the game. 49 to 7, I think it was, or 56 to 7. I don't remember. Holy shit, dude. I was watching that game late at night. I'm sitting there. Man, this team's dominating. And yeah. and some of the plays, these they got athletes. Nikhil Harry, I mean, he pull, he has a, a fucking catch where he's like. Uh, I mean, he's all over the place. He catches, he jukes out like five guys. Defensive lineman had a, or a defensive, uh, I think a linebacker, defensive lineman had a pick six. Dominant defense. Yeah, the team looked great. They look great. The experiment looks like it's working pretty well right now. Look, so I rate them at 24 because UTSA, you know, first off, you have to play to make the, to make the, essentially make the top 25, you had to play in FCS school. I base it on resume. FBS school. Yeah. Did I say FCS? Oh, I don't know. Oh, FBS. Yeah. FBS. Okay. So Arizona State's my 24th team in the nation. Yeah. Coming in at 23, the Kentucky Wildcats. All right? And if you're asking yourself, well, why is Arizona State higher than Penn State? Because Arizona State made a statement game. It's a Conference USA school that won six games last year. And they won, I mean, that's bowl eligible. They won 49. They won handily. 
Penn right. State narrowly escaped. Right. First, first, uh, and most by far prominent um, factor in this ranking system is the resume. Yes. It, the, it, your rate, your ranking. So Penn State beats Pitt next week. They're going to jump up drastically because they're playing a better team, a Power Five uh, opponent. I think it's very simple. If they did this every week without preseason rankings, like right now, I don't have Georgia in my top twenty-five. You know why? Because they paid Austin Pay. Right. Right. The and, resume doesn't say anything. Yes. Yet. I mean. I, so someone who's proven more than they have deserves to be higher than they And have. by the way, if you're wondering, if you want to tweet me, I actually ranked all 130 teams, right? You can tweet me. I'll tell you where your team is in my book, where they are. Now, that all these things could change. You know what I mean? But or they're going to change because right. your strength of schedule. If you like Georgia plays South Carolina this week, Georgia wins that. They're going to jump way up. But right, this is the way they should look at it. Right. Week one, you haven't proven dick. Yeah. You're at the bottom of the standings. Yeah. Fuck off. Until you prove otherwise. Then you got, okay, so I said Kentucky at 23. And the reason why I have Kentucky at 23, they, they, they won, but they didn't cover, but it was still, they won by 15. It was still, you know, they, they handled Central Michigan. But Central Michigan was a bowl team the past seven years, right? It was in Lexington, but they still took care of business. Yeah, I think so- Central Michigan's better than UTSA. So that's why I have them one notch ahead of Arizona state. That's right. That's right. Central Michigan clearly better than UTSA yeah. historically. Yeah. And, uh, from a talent perspective, if they played right now, I think central Michigan would win the game. Absolutely. And you know, it was still a convincing victory. They were in, they had what you would call game control. Yeah. Starting at halftime, they were about 15 and they didn't relinquish that at all. Yeah. For the duration of the game. So, um, Arizona state, very impressive. Yeah. But, but what you beat Michigan State, Arizona State, you Sun Devils fans out yeah. there, I will have them a lot higher. Crack the top yeah. 10, maybe. Exactly. We'll see. Uh, number 22. This one's a shocker. A uh, shocker, Pat. Big time. The Hawaii Rainbow oh, Warriors. Warriors. I got to admit, I love it. I mean, this team is fucking playing ball. I thought they were going to be terrible this year. I thought they might be one of the worst teams in the country. Right. Oh, man. Cole McDonald. He's on <laughs> fire. I mean, they're blocking. This team was blocking punts. They took down Navy. And look, Navy's a good football team, but it's the way they beat Navy. They were beating their ass. Yeah. I mean. Hung 59 on them. Then it's the second week they've hung 50. Then they hung 50 in Colorado State, I think, right? Yeah, or was it not? It was I late 40s? Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, high 40s. But, I mean, okay, this isn't a fluke. So I got them at, I got the reason why I got them at 22 is they're 2-0 and first off. So they got two wins. They're kicking people's ass. They're kicking people's ass, and I expect Navy to be a bowl team this year. Yeah. So if Navy underachieves, maybe Hawaii drops back some. Sure. Right? It's a simple formula, guys. Right. Colorado State continues to get their ass whooped every week. Maybe they drop back some. Right? Okay. With that said, number 21. The badges. The badges of Wisconsin. And now this team, to me, they handled business, but they did not cover. And the offense looked a little stagnant to me. Yeah. Uh, Hornibrook, though, he, the receivers were out, right? I think maybe even the tight end was out. Yeah. But eh. the offense took a little longer to get going than you want to just completely open up. I mean, Jonathan Taylor did just completely. I mean, that offensive line is so impressive. Yeah. But I still thought they would. They would just destroy. Yeah. yeah. And they did not for a while. Right. I mean, they ended up get, getting a nice win. They had but. some early big plays that you're like, all right, this team is clearly way better than their opponent. Yeah. And there's no way they're going to lose this game. But they didn't come out and just. They didn't even do what Arizona State did. Light up the scoreboard. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I got them I at 24 because, I mean, I got them at uh, 21 because, look, 
Western Kentucky was a bowl team last year. I mean, so that's still, they've been a, they've been a bowl team for the past you know five six years. Right, but they're so, a low level bowl. It's team. true. Yeah. It's true. But still, I got to give them credit. They, they Wisconsin took care of business. They only gave up three points. Yeah. So the defense definitely showed up. Wisconsin's going to go way up. Yeah. Uh, and then coming at 20, we stay in the Big Ten. The Indiana Hoosiers. And the reason why I have them ahead of these schools, you're wondering, like, how is Indiana ahead of Kentucky, Arizona State? Arizona State blew out. Indiana only won by 10, but they went on the road to take on the Florida International Panthers, which I value road victories way more. Yeah. Way more than home victories, even neutral site victories when they're not even that neutral. Yeah. Um, Especially in a place you're not familiar with. Yeah, and once again, Florida International was a bowl team last year. We mm-hmm. we both projected, I think, them to go bowling this year, if, if memory serves me correct. I project them to win uh, yeah, the Conference entire, USA. Yeah, yeah, the whole entire Conference USA, which I, is just just silly over there. Hey, but maybe we shall before, see. Because we'll get to one of those schools in a second. But the Hoosiers took care of business, one by ten, double digits, and, and they went on the road to do it, which to me, I don't care that – in college football, just like college basketball, winning on the road is the hardest Survive thing. Surviving when, when, when you're when, you know? when you're eighteen to twenty-two, yeah. winning on the road, uh-huh. dangerous environment. Yeah, it's the hardest thing to do. If you look at Alabama's losses, you know they normally I feel like lose one on the road, whether it's at LSU or whether it's at uh, who was it like Auburn last year. Right, they get uh, threatened on the road a lot. I think more they than lost they get... to Mississippi one year on the road when yeah. they had Laquan Treadwell. That's right. Um, and and there's a reason why I mean I like I t- tweeted that the SEC is genius because they minimize they do these neutral site games and they minimize their chances to go on the road and lose. Right, they end up having no road out of conference yeah. games. Alabama and, will play like four road games a year. Yeah, and then you're sitting because they have to yeah. on their schedule. I mean, and right. it it sucks for people like us. I I want to call it out until they correct it because uh, I think it's a gigantic advantage. Of course, yeah. Every single game that Alabama plays is either a home game. And or coming off a bye or the equivalent of a bye. You know, they yeah. never have, you know, back to back to back. Two, yeah. Like yeah. two tough games with one of them being on the road. They never fucking have that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's set up for them pretty well. So we got Indiana at 20. Number 19 went on the road. They went on the road and they took care of business. It, it was they were in a dog fight for about two, two quarters, two and a half quarters. The Washington State Cougars. Mike Leach. Covering. Covering spread. They ended up whooping some ass. They got to him finally. Opened it up. Yeah, they opened it up. One at Wyoming, and Wyoming had uh, had destroyed New Mexico State week one. Well, Wyoming had the lead probably at halftime, I want to uh, say. If not, it was really close. I want to say if, it was 1916 yeah. uh, Wyoming at half. It might have been. I, I know it was really close. I was watching it, and... Uh, and yeah, Wyoming's a good school. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be a bowl team. I yeah. think uh, they're a dangerous out for for anyone in, in the Mountain West. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. So so Washington State comes through with a big win uh, on the road once again that I respect. So I'm gonna put that at 19, and then at 18, we have the Duke Blue Devils. Are they living up to the hype, Pat? So far, so good for the Blue Devils. Played the Army Knights. Won ten, Army won 10 games last year. Duke covered. By more, I mean yeah, they, they, they they put it on them very much early and often whip that ass. Yeah. So. Now, now to me, they didn't pl- like they struggled a little bit early on, but their defense was making turnovers and they they, they took care of business. Won by more than what the spread was. Yeah. When they end up winning by like, I, I think it was thirty four to fourteen, if yeah. memory serves me correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so they took care of business. They played a team that was noteworthy and good last year. So so I'm I'm keeping them at at eighteen, and at seventeen. 
Uh, I got the Ole Miss Rebels. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss, by the way, this offense looked absolutely money. But like I said, it's Texas Tech. The defense <laughs> give up, gives up big plays, but they also were top 10 in turnovers last year in the country. So I, I, that's why I favored Texas Tech. And I, I, I actually wonder what would have happened had McLean Carter not gotten injured. Yeah. In the first quarter or early second quarter. I saw him complete some nice passes yeah, early on. I, th- I think he tore his ACL too. I don't know if they announced that yet, but but uh, it looked like that's what it looked like when I saw the play. Um, and then a freshman came in, and when that ha- when that came in, I could pretty much chalk the game up as over. But I mean, that offense that Ole Miss has is pretty fucking good. Yeah. So I don't even know with McLean Carter if they would have came back and been able to win in that. But uh, I mean, and Ole Miss still has talent. AJ Brown, man. Whew. Yeah. Guy's an animal. Uh. So look, this that was a neutral site game, but but hey, they beat a power five opponent. You beat a power five opponent, uh, I'm gonna put you in the top twenty-five. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Yep. Uh so then coming in at sixteen, once again a shock here. The big shocks right now are what, Hawaii and maybe Indiana. Uh at number sixteen is the BYU Cougars going into Tucson. Pat, let's talk about this for a little bit. <laughs> I think we discussed this in the preseason a little bit. Yeah. The the now I'm gonna say this before you because I think Bowser turned you. Bowser turned me and damn it, Bowser. Uh I was on board with Colby beforehand and I should have stuck with them with yeah. my gut. Scott Bowser didn't he he might even had Arizona coming out of the south. I don't even remember what he said. But I yeah. know he had Arizona going deep. I think them. he had him winning nine games or something. Yeah. And and Colby and I were of the same opinion originally that Someone doesn't necessarily work well with Khalil Tate. Yeah, you know? and, and look, Tate is is, is he, he was dropping back to pass. He looked uncomfortable to me. He looked uncomfortable. You know, yeah, sure, he had some drops by his receivers, but at the same time, it didn't look like his normal game. And I, I think Arizona is going to continue to struggle. Right. I, I really think they're going to struggle this year. Khalil Tate has a very much uh, surprise, surprise. He was a Rich Rodriguez product, a Denard Robinson. Appealed to him, and what was Denard Robinson's nickname at Michigan? Arm punt, because <laughs> when he would throw the ball, it looked like he punted at a hundred feet in the air. So Khalil Tate, I don't know if it's quite the same. He has that little sidearm fling, but uh, it's equally uncomfortable, especially yeah, if that's the I, I, centerpiece I, I, of your I, offense. I, I mean, I saw this one coming a mile away. Now I did not. I I, I would when I when I went through the whole all the picks, and I had to make the picks on this game. I went through and I, I wrote down all my picks and I left a couple that I was really unsure about LSU, Miami, Ole Miss, Texas tech. And, uh, and one of those games, I think it was like three or four games. And one of them was, uh, was Arizona BYU. And I didn't know, cause I knew BYU, I mean, East Carolina beat BYU last year. Yeah, so I was BYU. like, yeah, I, talk about a coach who needed this one, but check us out. I actually, I'm, a, I'm kind of a believer. I watched that football game. And you know, he fired Ty Detmer. It was a very pass happy. He got a smash mouth football, uh, OC, and Tanner Mangum's been there forever. I, I actually think BYU, I mean, they play at Wisconsin in a couple of weeks. And look, I know Wisconsin's dominant, but I like the way BYU played this football game. They, yeah. they, they played like BYU under Bronk and Mendoha. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, if you're tough against a team that, you know, relies on bowling over teams and they can do that to 99 or 95% of the teams they play and you're the one team that can stand up and bash with them. Yeah. Then you have a, a chance because then you, you have them out of their comfort zone and then you make Hornybrook win the game, which you yeah. assume he'll be able to because he's a, a what is he? Uh, uh, he's a junior junior. Now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
But I mean, look, I'm not saying BYU is going to beat Wisconsin, but I, I'm just saying you're going to get a different football team. If you watched BYU last year, like I said, East Carolina beat them, and and they were just a very pass happy, very like frail team to me. And when I what I saw in Arizona was not. I saw a team that was smash mouth football. When are you talking about BYU? Right? Yeah, BYU. And, yeah. and uh, so I expect that. I mean, I coming into the year, I thought, man, that game's going to be a blowout. Now I'm like, maybe there's there's a reason to tune into that one. You know, BYU at Arizona, at Wisconsin. I'm talking. Yeah. But okay, so that was number sixteen. Number fifteen, Pat. They did it again. The Pac-12 continues to own the ACC. <laughs> it is crazy. I forget the actual record. It was something like 29, 20, 27 and three or something over the past since two thousand or something. Right. Something crazy. I, that that stat could be way off. It's some. I did the homework on it a couple of years ago, or like a year or two ago. And uh, last year, you know, Cal was fourteen point dogs coming into Chapel Hill. They won. This year, the Tar Heels go to Berkeley. Now, granted, they had some suspensions from the Jordan sales, but Castle took care of business. Yeah, and that game was not as close as yeah. the final score. Well, we pushed on this. We pushed on this because uh, UNC got an onside kick and scored a garbage touchdown late. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Cal I'm just dominated. I'm just thankful for the push because right. at least I'm not. That's not a loss. Right. Right. right, right, right. Yeah, Cal, Cal dominated that football game, and I, I'm uh, talking once again, uh, Justin uh, Wilcox the coach at Cal that came over the former D coordinator of Wisconsin. I love the identity of this team. They're kind of like Stanford. Little, uh, stout, stout up the middle. I mean, they're trying to do that. They might not have the personnel like Stanford does yet, mm-hmm. but this coach's identity, I, I feel like they're, sm- they're kind of like smash mouth power uh, using West tight Coast. ends and yeah. using tight ends a lot in the pack 12. Yeah. That doesn't happen that often. So, so I, I do think, and that's another one that I think is going to be a tough out. You play a game at Berkeley. This year, I don't care if you're Washington, I don't care if you're Oregon, I don't care whatever. Watch out. The Bears can play some football, I think. And, That's right. Any uh, gut puncher. Yeah, so I got them at 15, and at 14 is, oh, man, we talked, I hit on them briefly earlier in the episode, the Maryland Terrapins. Let me tell you this. As a D.C. area native, and particularly a Virginia, a Virginian, uh, you know, Maryland, a little bit of a rival sometimes of Virginia's, but... When it comes to a Texas team, especially a cocky Texas fan base, yeah, I wasn't even a Redskins fan growing up, but there's part of me that still enjoys the Redskins-Cowboys rivalry, and anytime a DMV team can beat a Texas team, yeah, gives me a little little oomph. I got to be honest, I'm 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 you know I, this was one of my locks, and I'm watching this game, I'm texting my brother, and I'm like, I don't give a shit about my fucking lock. I want to see Maryland win. Fuck right. Texas. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. Oh yeah. Like I want to win money, but at the same time it, it got to a point where, you know, I thought, man, I gave away 13 and a half points. I don't give a shit anymore. I doubt I'm going to win this thing. Go fucking Terrapins. Right. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. Texas is really like one of these Alabama, you know, we have our own network, USC level. Yeah. They have their own network. Yeah, Notre Dame level exactly. type teams. Exactly. That you, yeah. You, you watch them. You want them to lose as many times as you can, even if it costs you money. Yeah, they play or, Tulsa next week. I'm going to be rooting for Tulsa, right? Yeah. Uh, so, look, I got Maryland at 14, though, because, I mean, dude, I love the way the defense was playing. I love the way the whole team was playing. And I tell you something, man. I, it's going to be interesting to see how Orge, or, Orgeron does with the, the rest of the season at LSU because he fired Matt Canada. But I was really high on Matt Canada, and he was at Pitt when they beat yeah. Clemson. And perhaps... This Durkin thing is a blessing in disguise because Matt Canada had that offense going. I really liked the, the I watched the whole team there. I liked their aggressiveness. 
blitzing a lot on defense. Once again, we, me and you talked about this. Uh, a lot of like not enough teams in college to me really are aggressive defensively. Yeah, I feel like you know you you rarely see it uh, where you have it like Michigan or, or or Boston College. I feel like is very aggressive. Virginia Tech, like we saw tonight. Sure. You know, uh, very aggressive de- defensively, chippy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You still have a lot of teams doing a lot of the base stuff. You know, read, react. Yeah. You know, get offensive with your defense a little bit. You know, if you if you have the those chops, if you have those coaching chops, take yeah. advantage and make some something happen on defense. And and I kind of felt like Maryland was doing that this game. It's gonna be I'm gonna be eager to see how it goes the rest of the season if they continue to do that. But I, I felt like they, they definitely were, were were a different Maryland than, than we're used to. You know? I am interested to see where they go with that. And I think that you're right. And, I, and you've been saying this for a minute. And now I very much believe that it could happen, that they could jump up and bite someone that... Well, here's another thing is that Durkin, whether, whether Durkin's gone, I think he's gone, but yeah. we'll see. Uh, he's been recruiting really well the past couple of years. So... so Better than Maryland normally does, I should say. Yeah. So if Canada can, can, can continue to recruit that well, uh, these players should be in position. And and I, I just think, man, that was a dangerous team coming into it before all this stuff happened. And now, you know, and especially seeing how Penn State and Michigan looked, I mean, Michigan State looked, I think Maryland could definitely give those teams a game if they play like they I just mean, played on if Saturday. if you're consistently beating a Texas-level team, then you're nipping at the heels of like a Michigan State-level football team. And yeah. then you're a threat. You know? Yeah. Okay, so number 13. Man, we got a bunch of Big Ten teams, but it's not the Big Ten teams you would think, Pat. Mm. The Iowa Hawkeyes taking care of business. Northern Illinois, 10-point dogs. A lot of people, I watched ESPN Game Day, called that for their upset pick of the week. Uh, Follow some experts on Twitter. Called it their their upset of the week. 10-point dogs. Remember how many suspensions the Hawkeyes had? Mm. They fucking dominate. I think it was the final score was 35-7 or 33-7. 33-7, yeah. yeah. Whew. And, and Northern Illinois is a good football team, but wow. Kirk Ferentz, man, underrated coach. Nathan Stanley, a quarterback. He's getting he's getting NFL hype. God, that's a statement game. That's why I put that up there is they, 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 they welcome Northern Illinois, which I think, once again, is one of the uh, the better mid-majors uh, of this country, uh, you know, in, in, the, in, in college football. And they handled it. That's why I have them higher than Penn State is they handled it. Northern Illinois is somewhat like Appalachian State. Appalachian State's, I think, at a higher level. I think Appalachian State's at a considerably higher level than Northern Illinois. I know, but the point is, is that Iowa handled it. Right, right. They, Northern they, Illinois yeah. is not going to lay down for yeah, anyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I got them at 13. They handled it. Maybe, maybe you could make an argument that Maryland should be higher than Iowa. Yeah, you can make that argument. I, I actually think now that I think about that, I think Maryland should be higher than Iowa. You're gonna give it a little flip around. I am gonna. Can you write that in? Yep. Let's go, Maryland. Uh, my apologies. I'm making an adjustment. I don't know how I missed that there. Maryland should be higher than Iowa. Maryland I'm not did. putting Cal higher than Iowa though, because North Carolina didn't have a lot of their uh, their they had like ten or twelve players suspended. Um, but I do think I mean Iowa the way they won is is imp- is impressive. Um. Coming up next at number 12, before we get into the meat of this, is the defending national champions, Central Florida, the golden. Very golden. Very golden Knights. Uh, Okay, 
they came into Yukon. They came into what is that? Uh, Hart? No, it's not Hartford. It's uh, stores. Yeah, they came in there. They dominated. Milton. I mean, that offense hasn't missed a beat. I know it's Yukon, but I mean, right? Come on, they dropped Just what fifty six? Flinging the ball. And I, I, they, they, I took the. I thought they took the uh, the gas. You know, they put the brakes on a little bit there late in the fourth. A little bit of class there. They could. They could have ran it up a little more. A little class from Hypo there. Uh. Look, here's my here's my reason why that once again they ran they went on the road. You're saying how would you put Maryland? Maryland beat Texas, right? Maryland didn't go on the road. Well, they they went ten minutes up the road to Landover, yeah. right? Maryland had that home and, field and they advantage. won by five. It was a close game. There you go, folks. If you need another example of a team that's considerably closer to home, yep. You know, at a quote quote neutral site game, yeah. Fuck off. Like it's exactly. every single example is like, yeah, it's showing you that, that, that this is, that's basically yeah. a home game and that's the deciding factor. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, you remember Wisconsin when, when, when LSU went up to Wisconsin and played in green Bay, Wisconsin Lo and behold. fucked them up. Oh, big 10 can never keep up with, uh, yeah. SEC speed. SEC yeah. speed. Da, 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 da. And you go up, it's not even in fucking the cold weather. You yeah. go up and you play against a hostile crowd. Guess what? Yeah. You fuck up. Yeah. You know, last miles fired after that game. Boom. Yeah. Uh, so at 12, I got Central Florida. Then my argument, once again, was that uh, they went on, a, on the road, true road game, went into another uh, college campus far away, and they blew them out, and they, they, they looked great all game. They yeah. never looked – for one second, they didn't look bad. Right. And for those of you that are thinking this is uh, UConn that had fallen off post-Edsel, yeah. as you remember, Edsel's back. Yeah, and he's and – he's cha- look, I actually – like so, someone was – had him on the hot seat already, and I'm like, what? Because you lost that? It, it, no, Edsel is going to give it time. Trust the process. He's going to bring UConn back. Right. He's the same type of coach as Mark D'Antonio and any of these yeah. guys that just build discipline in. Bronco Mendenhall, at two, what, he yeah. go two and ten his first yeah, year? Yeah, exactly. Six man. and six, and now he's fucking Trust the process. I, 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 even was, I was listening to, uh, I don't know if it was Phil Steele. I think it was Phil Steele. He said year four. Year four, and then I actually think I was listening to a, a local UConn football uh, podcast that said they said year five. They said that it's such a job. They yeah. think year five will be. He said they said year four he'll flirt with the ball. Yeah. Uh. So so trust the process. It's gonna right. happen. But when you're Lane Kiffin or you know whoever, uh, Scott Frost, and you have a hot shot offense, you can make quick turnarounds because you can out scheme. But if you're a disciplinarian of a coach yeah. that process is just a little bit oh, longer. And another thing like Lane Kiffin had a thousand transfers from like uh USC Alabama Pittsburgh uh Florida State so right. that, that, those things that he went the cheapskate route like right. Randy Etzel and those coaches Lane Kiffin will yeah. be out of town in two years yeah so he yeah. doesn't have to worry Etzel's about Etzel's building building right. this house again so it's a big time win for Central Florida they look pretty dominant okay so at number 11 number 11 they handled handled business West Virginia, Tennessee. They, I mean, look. Did you watch any of this game? Because Tennessee's offense, eh. Jury is still out on Tennessee. And I look. I almost put this game further back, but West, but West Virginia won by so much. But I was, I was sitting there and I was like, man, Tennessee didn't win a a single SEC game last year. They didn't make a bowl. I don't know that they will this year. Right. When I watched that team play, I'm like, I don't know that they'll. I mean, you would think Vandy, but I think Vandy's beat them two or three years in a row. So, uh. I put West Virginia there because it's still beating a power five team and they did it handily. Yeah. And from a talent perspective, you got to see West Virginia and Tennessee is comparable. So for them to whip ass that thoroughly, it shows something. Exactly. Okay. So 
The top 10 is next. By the way, Will Greer. Money. On the on the Heisman radar, I'd have to say. Yeah. I, I, I remember did, someone tweeted us a question saying, what's more likely, to win the Heisman or to win That's right. the Big 12? And I was like, ah, the Heisman the for Heisman, sure. The Heisman, and that is... Looking, but they look pretty good for, for winning as well. Right. So. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Okay, before the top 10, we want to bring you... Uh, Odd Shark. The college experience is also brought to you by Odd Shark. So head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that simply you won't find anywhere else. So follow them at, uh, on Twitter at Oddshark and visit them at www.oddshark.com, guys. Odd Shark. Come on. Uh, okay, so it's time to do the top 10. It's time to get into this. All right, I know some of you guys are already probably outraged by some of this top 25, but it's going to make sense as the season prolongs. I'm telling you, it's the most honest system to rate a top 25 and to have a real playoff, Pat, if you want to say it. There it right? is. Have a real playoff, even though even the, even four teams is stupid when there's five power five conferences. Right. But, but I'm starting to really change my tune on that. Yeah, you know? I mean. I think that it's just going to happen more frequently than not that you're going to see like uh, – a tough decision to who who to include. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. Well, they've been wrong every time, every year so far. Exactly. Okay, so at number ten, I went with the Ohio State Buckeyes. Main reason is they beat a Power Five school. Right. Right. Even though it's one of the weaker Power Five school, but I was actually, you know what, man, Jonathan Smith, Oregon State's offense is going to be there this year. I don't think they're going to be as bad as we we might have projected. Yeah, the defense like like I knew in the spring game when they didn't have enough defensive backs and they were converting people. Defense looked really bad against Ohio State. They gave well, up seventy some points, right? Yeah, seventy seven, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the I can tell you the offense, man. They got a receiver. They got a running back. Yeah, I kind of I mean, like who this puts offense. Up, uh, Thirty one on Ohio State. That probably yeah. happens once or twice a year. And they had a, some big plays, eighty yard touchdowns and shit. Yeah. You know, like and Jonathan Smith. I love the hire coming over from Washington and and and. Look, I, I know it's still a process, almost like the Edsel thing. It's going to take a couple of years, but uh, suddenly we were thinking, I think maybe one win or two wins for Oregon State this year in football. I could see if they can if they can improve defensively just a little bit, this offense is going to be going to keep them in some games. Yeah, jump up, surprise a couple, yeah. surprise wins in the uh, Pac-12. Exactly, man. I, 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 the offense is good. I'll just say that it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But Ohio State made a statement game. They scored 77 points. You could right. say, oh, well, how are they not higher? Because Oregon State was projected to be probably, uh, off the top of my head, I think the second worst power five school. Right. Yeah. They haven't been doing no, much No, probably third. More. I mean, I think Illinois and, and Kansas were probably worse. Yeah. Like projected <laughs> to be worse. And Kansas is living up to that projection. Yes. Right that. Yes. Uh, Nickel State. Uh, exactly. Nickel <laughs> State, uh, which I which I, I did pick on, on. I think me and you did. I think my brother did not. Ah. Uh, Come on, Nick. Yeah. Believe in the you know, FCS, what's baby. What's going on, man? Nickel yeah. State. Your name is Nick. <laughs> right. right? Uh, so, yeah, I got Ohio State at 10. They made a statement game that looked good. I thought that quarterback looked good throwing the ball. Uh, Haskins. Um, but uh, not a real test, but they took care of business. You know, they did what they're supposed to do. Tell you what. Uh, when they face a tougher defensive test and likely a much tougher offensive test uh, when, TC, when they travel to uh, Dallas to take on TCU in a few weeks, we're going to see what Ohio State's really made of. I, I, I would say if you're an Ohio State fan, uh, as much as you're probably pleased with the 77 points and a blowout victory against a Power 5 school, uh, there's some questions on that defense because I think Oregon State, I, if memory serves me correct, I think they had about three 
60 plus yard touchdowns. Mm, you know what I mean? You like you think TCU Yeah, won't, won't be, be able, able to do that. Take advantage of that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh but I got them at 10. They they did what they're supposed to. They took care of a power five. They played a power five school. Kudos to them. Okay. Then you move down to number nine. Number nine is the Boise State Broncos. Boise State Broncos, Pat. Going to Detroit. I took Troy and the 11 points or whatever it was, 10 and a half points. As Troy went to Boise last year, played him tough. And here I'm thinking, man, Troy's, a, Troy's almost like App State and, and Utah State. Oh, this, this Boise, Boise State is there once again to remind us that they are the cream of the crop when it comes to the group of five. Yeah. Whew. Took a shit on the Troy team. <laughs> Let me tell you, man. What'd they hang on? I there? think it was what? 50, 52 to 10 or something. I, shit. I, can we pull it up? Let me see if I can. Can find we that. pull that up? I, I was watching it being like, man. Yeah. They, uh, 56, 20, 56. I think Troy 20. got some late points there. Late some po- wow. I mean, come on though, man, that's supposed to be a good game. Right. Boise state just handled. Once again, I'm crediting them because they went on the road and I think Troy is going to be one of the better teams in the Sun Belt. If Troy, happens to have a shitty year and go six and six or five and seven. That'll hurt Boise some, but either way, I do give credit to teams that win true road games. Even, even a neutral site game. I, I, I give it a little bit of love, but a true road game against especially a, early in the yeah, season against, against one of the better group of fives, uh, the past couple of years, uh, I, I give it some value. Boise state has done this with Peterson and now they're doing it with, um, Harson. Yeah. Harson. Uh, you know what Boise State is? What's that? They are the equivalent in college football to Kobe Bryant when uh, Matt Barnes throw, uh, oh, takes yeah. throw the ball in their face. Yeah. They do not flinch. flinch. Yeah, they're like, they're fuck just, you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck your home field advantage. We're coming and we're fucking kicking yeah, your ass. Two weeks from now, they play in Stillwater. Ooh. I we're going to see if those I words are true wait. yet again. I can't wait, uh, man. That's going to be great. Uh, so I got the, the Broncos at number nine. They get UConn this week in Boise. Uh, number eight, number eight was actually a little surprising to me because they, they went down early and I thought they, they first half, they got outplayed early, early season woes yet again. First half they got outplayed. Now I'll be honest. Like, okay. So my, I have Stanford, the Stanford Cardinals. Why? Because they beat a 10 win San Diego state team that is normal. They've been 10 wins, I think for a couple of years. And, uh, and they, they, they beat by three touchdowns or a little bit more. And uh, it was the way they did it in the second half. Kudos to San Diego State, by the way. Uh, Rocky Long really bottled up Bryce Love. Great game plan. But why, with bottling up Bryce Love, they went, they went uh, man on, on the wideouts, and that's where Costello beat them. Yeah. They found, that's what happened late in, the, in that what game. What was the uh, receiver's name? Like Ngoku or something? Yeah. That, that, I, I, I he went off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he killed it. But here's another thing. Is there was a, a gigantic play in this game. It, late in the second quarter, uh, it was seven to two. San Diego State was dominating the first half, right? Yeah. And Costello threw a pick, and it was going to be a pick. It looked like it could have had the potential to be a pick six. And dude pulled a Don Beebe, came up, <laughs> fumbled, f- came from behind, forced the the linebacker to fumble or defensive end to fumble, and uh, and they recovered that, and that led to a touchdown. That drive changed the whole. I mean. If this guy doesn't make this play and the guy scores, you're looking at 14-2 at halftime. And like I said, the momentum was at San Diego State was really controlling the game. Yeah. Gigantic play in this game. But I will say second half on, Stanford dominated the game. 
Stanford handled business. And it was, it was, it was smart. I mean, like I said, Rocky Long had a great game plan and I thought, uh, I thought uh, Jawan Washington for, for San Diego State played very well, but that's a great caliber win. I mean, San Diego State's no joke. So yeah. so I, I got them at number eight in the country, the Stanford Cardinals. There it is. That's a strong bullet point on the resume right there. There you go. And at number seven, the Northwestern Wildcats. Pat, once again, I'm here to tell you I was wrong, although I hate to see the, the end of the game, uh, you know, the, the flop the the late hit remember like uh Purdue, so essentially Purdue was getting the ball back yeah they had they had stopped him it was third and a uh, fourth and seventeen they, it was a third and like fourteen and they ran a play and lost three yards uh the defensive tackle happened to throw the running back on the ground we were watching it here at this house mm-hmm. and oh, that's right it was look it was a late it was late activity they blew the whistle the running back acted some I thought I'd hate to see a game decided like that because yeah. Purdue had no timeouts on a flop yeah was- but. But I mean, hey, Northwestern was in control of a lot of that game. I still would like to see Purdue that final drive. I think they would have scored and and won the game. But but hey, you're right. I'm wrong, and this is that's that's hey, reality. And you let know? me tell you what. Yeah. On Colby's top twenty-five, this is the ranking I'm most critical of, because I don't think so much of Purdue. You see that running back, uh, that freshman on Purdue. Yeah. He can ball. <laughs> he can ball, but. You know, well, prove look, it. The, prove it to me. Here's Purdue. W- here's why Northwestern they're number seven. They went on the road. Yeah. They went on the road to Purdue. There who, it is. who was a bowl team last year? It's consistency. Yep. You know? They went on the road and uh, against a power five yeah. and they won the game. Yeah. A good power five. And and let's be honest, they were they were in the lead of that game majority of the game. Don't get me wrong. I think Purdue is a very good team. I think they're a good team. I don't think they're a very good team. They're someone that could threaten Northwestern, like they clearly did. And Northwestern's yeah. kind of on the higher yeah, they end. They won of, 10 games last year. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a quality win and probably more quality than a lot of these other ones so far in terms of resume. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. I don't expect Northwestern to stay there. Even if they beat Duke this weekend, there's a chance they could drop back, even though Duke look, Duke's ranked right now. So, it, <laughs> right. Actually, they yeah, might jump up. They might jump. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I do have Northwestern at seven and then comes number six. Wow. And, and, and if I had any, I, I think we were underrating this team. Right. When when we did uh This is one where the resume <laughs> is part of it, but it's at a certain the point dominance. eye test has to become yes. a little bit of a factor. <laughs> yes. Well look, Florida Atlantic won ten games last year. Right. So still my, a nice resume. Yeah. Maybe. They won the conference USA. Yeah. Uh, but Oklahoma looked flawless and Oklahoma took the foot off the gas once once again, like they could have scored eighty, I think. Yeah. And uh yeah, I, I'm gonna give it even though like I guess Oklahoma didn't have to travel, it was the way they won. Yeah. It's the way that they just Dude, it was twenty-one nothing. It like with like six minutes left in the first quarter, right. and I'm like, holy fuck! I don't think they gave the ball to Rodney Anderson <laughs> the entire second half. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like five rushes, one hundred yards. Ah, you're good. Just, just, Jeez. just dominating. I was just watching it in awe, just being like, I, I can't believe people were. I, I think someone actually on ESPN called for an upset on this. I don't know who. I one of the analysts right. said, drinking that. Holy Lane shit! Lane Kiffin Kool Aid, dude. It was twenty-one nothing. Like five minutes into the game. Right. <laughs> Just dominant. Lane Kiffin just showed you what a little media hype can do for you. <laughs> right? Jeez. Oh, so I got uh, I got the Sooners of Oklahoma in at number six. Uh, they play UCLA soon. I don't know if that's going to help, but uh, it's a power five win. Yeah, yeah, it's a power five win. 
Uh, it's in Norman, so I'm not going to give it a road victory. But okay, they're my number six team in the country, and now my number five. But before I dive into my top five, I want to talk about BetQL. BetQL. Damn good people over here at BetQL. And uh, the college experience is brought to you by BetQL, if you didn't know already. BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas. The only. The only. And the best part? BetQL is free to download from your Apple or Android device. So you know what that means. We want you to head over to betql.co, not .com, .co, to download the app today. You know how it works, guys. You do this thing. You can see where your money's going. It's smart. That's right. They took off the M for money and kept exactly. that for you. They're giving that back to Whew. you. Jeez, you're going to start reading these commercials. That's <laughs> that's a lot better than my shit, dude. <laughs> Just like picks, you're on a fucking roll. Coming buddy. off the you're top, you're on a roll. You're on a gravy train with biscuit wheels, buddy. <laughs> hey, <Just, laughs> there we go. There we go. So let's 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 cut the brass tacks, Pat. Mm-hmm. Pat, you know what I mean? A lot of rhymes right there. <laughs> um, number five in the nation. Okay, they're gonna win the national championship <laughs> p- p- potentially. Probably. I got the Alabama Crimson Tide, even though they they played a neutral site game much closer to their home. They dominated that game, and that's one that I, I think they could have won by more, too. No. Uh, although I will say, uh, Tagliavoa, Tua, Tua, whatever the fuck you pronounce his last name, he <laughs> threw a crazy pass that I st- uh, they, they, they had him on the top 10 plays of the week. I can tell you, if he tries this shit against a good defense, it's going to be a pick six. This is the shit that, like, you know, I don't. <laughs> he did like a Jordan. Don't call me an SEC hater, you know, and maybe it's not the SEC, but the lack of criticism over like that passing decision. It worked out. And yeah. so, you know, maybe he's just got like that. throwing a Hail Mary. All right. Like, maybe that's part of his arsenal. Like, <laughs> he consistently hit that, but it's yeah, like yeah. the dude did a 360 no look like cross field bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Dude, I watched that and I was like, look, it made top 10 plays of the week. That's a cool highlight to have, but I guarantee you, you try, try that. that shit against that LSU yeah, defense. Exactly. That will be a pick six mm-hmm. in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. but Hey, they Jalen took care Hurts. of business. <laughs> Louisville talk some shit. And then Alabama said, you know what? We're going to push in that shit at yours. Mm. <laughs> so That's they right. handled business. Okay. That's pretty simple. Bama. But check us out. Bama then plays, what, Arkansas State and like Louisiana Monroe or something or Louisiana Lafayette. I don't know their schedule. But I'm saying they might drop some points here. Yeah. Arkansas State. By the way, Arkansas State. Uh, I mean, they won convincingly, but not, not the way they should against an FCS that was not a very good FCS. For a potential conference like champion. 45 to like 26 or something. To, it was a shitty FCS school, too. I forget who it was, but no, I was not that impressed. That I was not that impressed with, with, with uh, Arkansas State. Uh, okay, so number four, Pat. Number four. We're staying in the SEC West. The LSU Tigers. We Tigers. We Tigers. Holy shit, Coach O. But once again, I'm not as shocked as 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 a lot of the people were because I had Miami highly overrated. Um, I did think it was going to be a close game, though. I thought it was going to be closer. Yeah. A, because I didn't think LSU was as good as they were. B, because... Well, you wonder... I thought Miami would be a little better. Yeah, I'm not sold on Miami, but I did think... I, I was shocked with how good Burrow was. Burrow was huge for them. I actually think Burrow could be the difference maker there because LSU, I can't remember LSU ever having a quarterback that looked that good. Right, yeah. Not, uh, not since before Saban. Well, and to, to, to let you know how bad the situation is, their backup, I mean, I know he was freshly transferring to, to, to Tulane, but uh, 
he got he threw like one or two passes, I think, in the weight game. But Jonathan Banks was starting over him, so right. Uh, that came right in the nick, of and time. that was a quad. We were watching that game. You know what I mean? Like that guy was, <laughs> right. that guy, that guy was. Uh, uh, let's just say he was not very efficient passing the ball. <laughs> but but uh, I mean, this uh, this is a huge pickup. This Burrow guy is a huge yeah. pickup for them. Just it moves the chains on a team yeah. that needs that. You know, I've never seen Third a, a, a LSU quarterback efficient like that. And you don't give me this Jamarcus Russell or Matt Flynn shit. Those guys, when I watched them, I didn't think Look, those guys. Matt Flynn didn't move the chains. Matt <laughs> Flynn was a decent quarterback, but <laughs> he got a great he was, agent. Right? <laughs> he got a great agent. All he said, parlayed one good game uh, <laughs> into a great country. I got cut by forty teams after and just laughed his way to the bank. Right. Uh, I was never even sold on Flynn in college, to tell you the truth, man. Yeah. I he was he the was, best of the shitty quarterbacks. Yeah, he had. was a game manager, but yeah. he was an efficient game manager. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, statement game, that, that defense looked money. Malik Rogier still looks terrible. Bad. Yeah. yeah. Miami, look, I think Miami looked okay. You know, when they got their head out of their ass, they started like hanging on defense, hanging on. They looked, they looked like they stacked up evenly in the second half with LSU to me. And, and in fact, from a point standpoint, they. Uh, but couldn't you argue that LSU, especially when the fourth quarter came around, for sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. But even still, from like which which is a factor, you know, if if Miami's able to pin their ears back a little bit, that clearly helps. But I think just from a line line of scrimmage control situation, I think Miami's talent, you know, started to show up, and LSU maybe wasn't quite the <laughs> SEC powerhouse. That we would. watched a clip, and I think I retweeted this, where. LSU's oh, tackle took on two Miami defensive line, or was it a D lineman and a, and a linebacker, or was it two yeah, defensive it was, linemen? I think no, I think yeah, maybe a linebacker. <laughs> either way, <laughs> these guys had either side of this guy, and like you're talking about a gap control situation. The the guy it was bad, man. Was the guy in the inside gap, or the B gap. He focuses on the offensive tackle and he tries to like push him outward and the guy runs right by yeah, him for yeah. a touchdown. If you, you go to my Twitter, you'll see it. It's an embarrassing play from the from the defensive standpoint of the Miami Hurricanes. Right. But what is that like their their defensive assignment is yeah, to like push like against the <laughs> offensive tackle? Just brutal, man. Okay, so I got LSU at four. They did their job. All right. Number three. The Notre Dame fighting Irish pet. Hmm. Look, I'm eating my words. They won the game. They looked good. Uh, defense looked great. Defense looked better than Michigan's defense. I'll be honest. I don't know if that's Harbaugh's conservative offense, right. but the defense looked better than Michigan's defense. And Mich- uh, Notre Dame still has a lot to prove. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do, but they get Ball State this week, so they're probably going to be... I mean, they well, the could Ball drop. State looked okay. Yeah, I can see. There we go. I, I, that's one of my wins, man. Hey, yeah, uh, I was not ready for that one. <laughs> I was surprised. Uh, we'll see. Battle of Indiana coming up, man. That's right. I I don't know if you you were the one that told me this, but the first time Notre Dame and Ball State have ever played. Isn't the, how the fuck is that happening? That's right? fucking crazy. They're I mean, like come on, Ball State. Yeah, right down the road. Remember when they right had there. Nate Davis and they won the MAC and they were like top fifteen? Come on, Notre yeah. Dame, step your game you up. You know. Uh, the Irish looked pretty darn good though, and and I got them at number three because they, hey they played they played a power five opponent and they yeah. pretty much handled they were in front of they won yeah. they're in 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 the lead of that game the entire game I think yeah Michigan got trash points to make it a seven point yeah, game yeah so they dominated that game because yeah. they were never pretty, losing pretty much we're gonna see what Brandon Wimbush is I don't think we have a conclusive answer you know as far as his passing is concerned I will say that it's interesting that. Uh, 
the two plays that um, Ian Book spelled Brandon Wimbush, Notre Dame scored on. Granted, they were running plays. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like they bring in the passer yeah, and, and they score runs, the run. Yeah. Right? Um, uh, okay, we got him at three. Number two, the Auburn Tigers. They're not Tigers, no. <laughs> Uh, we talked on this. Auburn looked, I, I thought they looked phenomenal. Like the first quarter, first quarter, they were moving yeah. the ball, but they were not getting, they were not getting touchdowns. They're getting field goals. They're getting stopped in the red zone. Yeah. Great drive to end this, end the game. I tell you this though, man, as much as they won and I got them ranked number two, cause they beat Washington, which I think is going to be a very, uh, high caliber team win. This, yeah. this year. But I mean, I, I, I will say it's a neutral site game. I consider it a home game for Auburn, but that was a wildly a home. Crowd yes. For Auburn. Uh, but I was actually like Stidham. I, there's moments, there's there's parts of a game where I'm like, I don't know, like the first quarter, I was like, man, Stidham looks of money. Yeah. Well, the fourth quarter, I was like, eh, I don't know yeah. about this guy. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, it, Washington was the better team in this game. I'm sorry. I, the number of times they got into the red zone and just did jack shit with it, yeah. it's like, dude, yeah, the just f- fucking yeah, the fu- kick the yeah, ball. Yeah, the fumble, yeah. Dude, the fumble. Well, they also was, missed a ch- uh, chip shot field goal, yeah. you know, early yeah. in the game. Yeah, they, they blew that game. And I, I, I kind of had the feeling. And that's a game that, honestly, Washington, Chris Peterson teams aren't the type of teams to beat themselves, usually. Well, Browning also. Browning, uh, to me, I thought coming into the season, I thought, you know, he was going to be better. Yeah. Because he threw a pick early in the game that was really bad. And I, I just, I think he's the missing piece right here. I, I really think I was, you know, talking to my brother about this, of being like, they're an efficient quarterback away from being like a national, a real national championship contender. Well, he strikes me as a very high level game manager, you know, but like, I I even think like Kellen Moore was a much better version of him. Right. You know what I mean? Like, didn't make the turnovers and had a little career, a little chutzpah. Yeah. Yeah. Would, would make a daring pass when it counted. Exactly. And that's where I feel like they're missing. That's the one piece that they've been missing that I, I, I don't know if Jacob Eason next year when he comes in, yeah. Is that going to be the difference? Because we'll see if, I mean, we'll see if Browning can improve on it throughout this year. Yeah. But I was a little disappointed by, by his, I thought he'd be further along. Yeah. 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 At four years into it. You yeah, think. exactly. Um, either way, Auburn's defensive line Whew. looks national championship quality. Yeah. 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 They were uh, as much as Browning was able to get those mid range passes. And I thought he had like a, a pretty decent, I mean, I thought he had a great performance outside of the red zone. Yeah. I thought he was carving them the fuck up. Yeah. But from a running standpoint, Auburn would be in the backfield blowing that up. Maybe that's a schematic thing. And maybe that's just what Auburn decided to do. And maybe that's what Peterson decided to do is, you know, miles on got really lucky because the first score of the game, he went for two and didn't get it. And I was convinced that that was going to burn him. Yeah. At the end of the game, because when Auburn was down, they were down by one, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I and it was strictly based off of that decision to go for two and not for one. It didn't burn him, but if he continues to be that stupid, I I do expect that to catch up to him at some point. Right. 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 But hey, they're number two in the nation in the DPI. You know what I mean? DPI is DPI the most authentic and database projected. Uh, what? Uh, what is the I? What's RPI stand for? Um, index. Okay, the index. Yeah, the DPI. Whatever the fuck that Antibase means. projection index. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, ice cream. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. The number one team in the nation, Pat. Well, they had a dominating performance. They were dogs, and they played a true road game against a top 20 team. And a hostile crowd. Top 20 team, according to the bullshit preseason rankings. Right. Hostile crowd, experienced quarterback, 
the Virginia Tech Hokies are my number one team in the nation because of their performance. They shut down. What, they have like five turnovers, six turnovers? Five, or their think, defense yeah. forced like five or six turnovers? Yeah. Probably could have had seven or eight, had a drop or two. Yeah. Uh, Were it not for that one broken play, the 84-yard run, yeah, I want to say Virginia Tech's uh, defense may have held Florida State to you know under yeah 20 yards in the second half altogether. Yeah, negative seven in the third quarter. Yeah, crazy. But Rushing. it's the way they won. Uh, the, the, I think it's the best road win uh, for a team that went on the road and won, and that dominance. Once yeah. again, they dominated that whole game from start to finish. So that's why I have them as the number one team in the nation. Now they play William and Mary in week two. So I doubt Virginia tech will be number one. Come, <laughs> come week two, come week two. So that's why I base these ranking rankings like this right now. They have the best win and they were on the road, which I think means something more than just a home victory or a neutral site victory. So they're my number one team in the nation right now. The Virginia tech Hokies, the way that ranking should be in my opinion is show me what you've done for me. Yeah. This is what they've done. They, they have the best win. Kicked a very talented team's yeah. ass on their home, own home turf, which pretty much no one else can say. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, look, Northwestern won on the road. Uh, a couple teams won on the road, but not in the in the way that Virginia Tech did. And that's why they're the number one team in the nation until otherwise. Here we go. This is the Dantabase Top 25 Rankings. We're going to do this every Sunday night. This is a rare Monday night episode because of the Labor Day weekend. Uh, yeah, look forward to, uh, to hearing your guys' feedback on this. If you can, you, you know, maybe tweet us some questions or perhaps send us some iTunes comments. We always love those. You can find us on iTunes at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Hit us with the comments. We exactly. love Exactly. We love the comments. We like to feel good about ourselves. Uh, also, and the questions. Yeah, and, and, the qu- and hit us on Twitter. We answer questions, whatever it is. You can find us on Twitter at the SGP Network. We are the College Experience. Pat. Patty C over here is on Twitter and he's at Patty C831. I am Colby Dant. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Guys, we appreciate all the, the feedback. If you could share this with friends of yours that like college football or any type of sports, they're bored at the office, sitting around the water cooler, they want to talk about shit, have them argue with us. Come on, get in, get, get in there, get in there, share the damn thing, all right? Let's we get this thing you. rolling, baby. But this is our top 25, and I actually think it's the legit way to do the top 25, Pat. Yeah, I think it's great. And and you know what? We might be clairvoyance here because Virginia Tech, the rest of their schedule lines up pretty well. And if we have Virginia Tech at number one for minute one, wow. you have to say you heard it here first. There we go, man. There we go. And uh, – yeah, look, I know what you're thinking. We're both from Virginia, but I, you know what? I'm an East Carolina fan. They're rivals of Virginia Tech, so just to say we're not homers. But, hey, tweet us if you want to know where your team's at. You know, like I'll give you a quick – I'm looking at my iPad right now of all 130 teams ranked, and I'll just go through and I'll go, huh, whoa, what do we got here? App State? They lost. They're number 85 in my, in my, on my poll right now. That's the first team with a loss, by the way. 85. 85, wow. Or is that 65? No, 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 85. First team with a loss is that 85. Shows you how many FCS teams are getting played. Exactly. So, there we go. Whatever you want. You tweet me. I got you. Boston College, 32. You know what I mean? Boom. Hit me with it. All right? Anyway, this is the college experience. We're signing off. He's Patty C. I'm Colby Dant, the Dantabase, signing off. Next week, we got, well, actually, in a couple days, you'll hear from us with our locks. I need to make up ground on this son of a bitch over here. Guys, 8-1. and 8-1. and one. You better tweet him. Ask him what he thinks. 
I don't care if it's <laughs> UMass against Portland State. Ask him what the hell is he's hot. He's hot. Ride it while it's hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Take care. Signing off. Thank you for the call. Cool.